Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here at, on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And with me today is our special friend all the way from Wales, Mr. Steve Jones. Steve, it's, it's great to have you on Heart of the Athlete today. Yeah, thanks for having me back for a second time. Thanks, That's right. Man. This is kind of part two of uh, our visit with you. And uh, we sure appreciate you being here in Idaho. And um, I know that you were you're here doing some training with our staff uh, this last week, and uh, we're man, it's so appreciative of the Lord and to you to to have you here in our state and uh, to be with our FCA staff. That's my pleasure. Part of my role with with FCA across the world, particularly in Europe, but uh, wherever I can, really, is to try and help FCA colleagues to. Uh, be prepared, perhaps a little bit to, to think about entry into ministry in that uh, all ability sphere, ministry with uh, in sport with those who are differently able, should we say. Right. And I've been greatly encouraged by the openness of the hearts and minds of your staff. So, yeah, a great bunch of guys and girls. Yeah, that's right. It's been, we had a great time last week. And uh, when you say 360 all ability sports, um, and the ministry and the training that you took us through, maybe we could talk just a little bit about about what that means in terms of uh, in terms of disability and physical, non-physical. Yeah, sure. Would you describe it that way, yeah, or is there sure. another better way? Yeah, the the world of sport, uh, Ken. I'm sure you know is is as broad and as as wide as is the kingdom of God. And uh, very often in my in my own journey, I I was quite um, blinkered in my appreciation of just how broad the world of sport is, and so. Yeah, you know, there are those who are differently able, differently able of body, differently able of mind, who uh, in many ways live a different type of life to us because of the limitations of their body mm-hmm. and mind. But many of them, and the statistics show a growing number of them are involved in sport. And so whether we're talking about um, like some of my wheelchair rugby athletes, who uh, some of whom were born with um, very small legs, with no, no power in their legs, uh, or others of our players who perhaps are ex-military, lost limbs during uh, military service. Mm-hmm. Whether we're talking about those on the one hand who suffer from, well, not suffer from, but who have a physical disability, or whether we're talking about some of the special Olympians that you and I had the joy of meeting on Saturday in Boise, those who uh, are differently able of mind that they have a condition where they perhaps mm-hmm. um, don't function like we do cognitively in, in some ways because of some issue concerning the mind. As you saw on, on Saturday, they love sport, Ken. Oh, yeah. They love running around. They, they get as competitive as we do. they get excited. Oh, Absolutely. And they, they, yeah, like you said, they're, they're competitive. Yeah. Yeah. And they enjoy, you know, running just as we do. The good Lord has given us a body for our, for our well-being and to, to keep fit. And we, we're meant to, to run and use that. And uh, you'll know the quote from the Scottish Olympian, Eric Liddell, when I, when I run fast, I feel God's pleasure. Yes, and uh, we could yeah. see that amongst yes. the uh, I feel God's pleasure those, on me when I run, uh-huh. and I and he, yeah. God has made me fast. He yeah. said, "Yeah," <laughs> and, and we saw that, didn't we, on Saturday oh, with yeah. some of those yeah. young special needs athletes? And yeah, so I, I believe there's a place for for God's people, FCA, to be involved and to be sharing the love and truth of God in in all those different areas of sport, and not just in the area of able-bodied sport. Right. Well, I know uh, last week we we got to hear a lot about your testimony mm-hmm. and how 
God had you as a pastor, a Baptist pastor there in Wales, and uh, uh, you're a former rugby player, mm-hmm. and you had a knee injury, yep. and uh, and eventually that led to you coming to Christ, and uh, yeah. and uh, and then uh, that's how God brought rugby back around for you yeah. to be a be a chaplain there with the with the rugby team the pro team in in wales and uh uh so folks if you if you want to take a listen and and to steve's testimony you can go back and and listen on our website here at kbxl 94.1 and listen to that you know the episode from last week but we got a lot more to talk about today don't we steve for sure and um i know that you and i and my wife we first met you just a couple months ago in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, back in February at the, the annual conference or the biannual conference of FCA called Real Time. Yeah. Yeah, we bumped into each other and uh, the Lord had uh, further purposes for our encounter, I think. That's right. Yeah, yeah I, I think we we uh, were on the same shuttle going from the airport That's to right. the to the convention center in the hotel and we got to talking and then uh, again, uh, two or three different times there at the conference. I think we were stuck in an elevator. Yes. That's it, right. was, it was we running were. slow or something. <laughs> we got to talk, but, um, but tell us a little bit about how you got introduced to FCA. Cause I, the, the name of the ministry that you're a part of the nonprofit is 360 all ability sport, but tell us how you got introduced to FCA. Yeah. It goes back to uh, the year 2014. Uh, up, up until that point, I'd never heard of FCA fellowship of Christian athletes. I was in a, a conference in the north of England. Uh, it was a conference, the first ever congress on sport and Christian faith. And um, there was a, a guy there called Dan Britton, who is now the, uh, I think he's the chief field officer for mm-hmm. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And he gave a great presentation on the work of FCA around the world and in the States. And it, it was fantastic. And um, I watched with great interest. But uh, I was a little bit intrigued because of the journey that the Lord had me on at the time, that in the presentation, I didn't see any images of athletes with a disability. So I... very you'd res- been working with the wheelchair rugby team. You'd been at the Paralympics yeah. a couple of years before that. O- obviously, it was it was firmly on my radar now. The Lord had yeah. led me to be aware of it. Uh, and I was filtering the video through that lens, if you like. I was looking to see if there was an image in, in the media of this, you know, arguably the largest... Christian sports ministry organization in the world, were there any images in their media of uh, adaptive athletes? And I, and I thought I didn't see one, so I respect, uh, respectfully asked the question of, of Dan afterwards uh, in, the, in the presentation. I said, correct me if I'm wrong, wrong Dan, but um, I don't think I saw uh, any images in the video of uh, differently abled athletes. W- was I right? Uh, and if I am right, is that representative of, of the ministry of FCA or... Is it just that it hadn't been included? And um, he's very honest and very humble. And uh, you know, I got tremendous respect for Dan. He said, uh, "I think you've identified something, perhaps that we, um, pardon the pun, Ken, but maybe a bit of a blind spot for us mm-hmm. that we haven't perhaps been involved in that right. area of sport." And so, uh, thereby began a journey of of Dan and myself. You know, we encountered each other in in a number of other uh, forums. Uh, and we just sensed the Lord was drawing us together to work together to, to help uh, prepare FCA staff to begin to at least enter into this this other part of the sporting landscape that is all ability sport. And so uh, it's been a, a journey that we've been on for a number of years and that, that has led in 2019 a request from uh, the FCA um, support center in Kansas City 
a request for myself and a, a Malaysian a colleague of mine, a Malaysian wheelchair racer, to come and, and to facilitate what uh, FCA called an all-ability sports forum. <laughs> so we did that. We came for three or four days and we we took the senior leadership of FCA through uh, a series of things, working through perhaps a theology of disability, a theology of humanity, mm-hmm. and then a questions of mission in and through the world of adaptive sport. Uh, but then we also help them to experience some uh, practical all-ability sports. So we introduced them to uh, blind soccer, uh, goalball, uh, mm-hmm. para-volleyball, sit-in volleyball, and even an experience of uh, joining in with wheelchair rugby, with the wheelchair rugby team there in Kansas City called the Kansas City Revolution. And so uh, the Lord really used that all-ability forum to touch some of the uh, executive ministry leaders there mm-hmm. in Kansas City and... Uh, they were drawn to the sort of help that my colleague and I could offer. And I was drawn to FC, I have to say, because of their uh, integrity and their excellence of leadership and their humility. Uh, And so it's been uh, something that uh, I believe is of the Lord, bringing us together to work to make sure that we are... uh, we really are holding ourselves accountable to the vision. You know, FCA's vision is to take the gospel to every coach and every athlete. Yeah. both of the, from theirs, from from FCA side and and my side at the time, uh, from our side now, I would say, uh, we really want to make sure that every does mean every, right? Uh, so that uh, those sports that perhaps historically have been overlooked or marginalised mm-hmm. are now put equally front and centre. And right, you know, the Lord loves every coach and every athlete. That's right. Whether it's whether it's the sport of wheelchair basketball or able-bodied basketball, whether yeah. it's American football or wheelchair American football, whether it's baseball or blind baseball. You, you've just discovered the last few days, Ken, yeah. to your surprise that there is a version of baseball for visually impaired people. Yeah, for blind baseball. And it, yeah, so... Um, and I know you took our staff through similar kind of thing uh-huh. that you just talked about. Let's 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 uh, let's list off some of those other um, those other sports that are that we're talking about here, and uh, to get, so our listeners can kind of get a little little better grasp of the breadth of this. Yeah, yeah. So we got wheelchair basketball, and we talked about the blind baseball. Yeah. Blind soccer. Yeah, and, and another really popular adaptive all-ability sport in, in the U.S. is goalball. Goalball, you, you, okay. Your men's goalball team, I believe, are the current Paralympic champions, gold medal winning champions. And uh, I'm aware that maybe some of you here is not, may not be aware of what goalball is, so let me give a little explanation. Goalball is a Paralympic sport for, for blind athletes where you have a team of three blind athletes uh, on one team playing against a, an opposing team of three blind athletes. And each side has a, has to defend their goalposts. And the goalposts are extra wide in goalball. They're, they're nine metres by 1.3 metres high. So picture it, uh, listeners, in your mind's eye, that if you can picture three goalkeepers having to defend a very wide uh, goal goalposts, and they have to defend uh, from an attacking team who's throwing a ball uh, along the floor to them, a, a ball that has bells in it. Obviously, blind athletes so they're can't kind of see. throwing it like like bowling yeah, a little like, bit. It's like a bit like ten pin bowling. You're rolling this ball along the floor. It's got a loud bell in it. The blind athletes obviously cannot see the ball, so they have to track the ball using their their ears and their hearing facilities. And as soon as it comes within um, distance of their bodies, they they then launch themselves on the ground like a goalkeeper, 
to try and stop that ball crossing the line. Mm-hmm. When they, if they trap the ball with their body, they're then in a position to, to take hold of the ball themselves, stand up and shoot back to the opposing team. Now, um, that's a really popular growing, growing sport in, in all over the world, really, but certainly here in the US, you have a, a US Association for Blind Athletes, and uh, I believe most, most states now have a growing goalball facility. So, hmm. yeah, that's a wow, it's fascinating. Sport. But, a few others. We, you already mentioned wheelchair basketball, wheelchair yeah, that, rugby. Yeah, I think it's important to underline wheelchair basketball. You know, basketball is such a popular sport in your nation. Uh, but globally, wheelchair basketball is by far the largest all-ability sport in wow. the world. It has the largest footprint. And certainly in the States, you will have a very many, a great number of uh, wheelchair basketball teams. And uh, gotcha. you had a little go at that yourself the other That's day. That's right. How did we you got, find it, Ken? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It yeah. was challenging and it had different challenges. And, and uh, boy, and teamwork is really important sure. in wheelchair basketball. Yeah. And, and actually, I, I, I haven't mentioned this to you or your team. I should have actually, that there's a new form of basketball now called uh, interzone basketball where athletes in a wheelchair can play on the same team as able-bodied basketball players. Oh, wow. A new development, very recent. Huh. So you're on the basketball court and part of the court from underneath the, both nets is, is taped off in an oval shape. And within the oval, you have the, the wheelchair players. Outside of the oval tapes, but still within the standard basketball court, you could have two able-bodied basketball hmm. so players. a mixture. A mixture. And yeah. you play across the zones. You have to stay within your zones, but you can pass the ball across the zone. Huh. So in some parts of the world, it's called mixed ability basketball. Mixed ability. Wow, but the formal name, the formal term is uh, interzone basketball. And it's just a lovely way to uh, integrate athletes with uh, differing, yeah. differing abilities in the same team. Uh, and, and I love that. I, I love that form of uh, all ability sport where you have mixed abilities in the same team. Uh, what, one of the fastest growing sports in, in my homeland is mixed ability rugby, hmm. where you have uh, able-bodied rugby players on the same team as, believe it or not, Ken, blind rugby players. Wow. Players with Down syndrome, with, uh, muscular, uh, with uh, cerebral palsy, all in the same team. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a joy, joy to see the the, num- wow. the number of different sports growing. Wow, and being that's exciting. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here on Heart of the Athlete today, we're visiting with Steve Jones from Wales, who's part of uh, a, an FCA uh, international partner and 360 Ability Sports there in Wales. Well, Steve, you mentioned earlier, and I know you took our staff through this. You know some of the some of the sports that we just were talking about. Mm-hmm. We got to experience those, but then also we we sat down with you and you took us through, and you mentioned it earlier kind of the theology mm. of of uh, all ability sports yeah. and then you know the why of ministering there as well tell us a little bit about that and uh and you know i know you and i've been talking about if if jesus would start a sports ministry where would he start it at yeah that's a very interesting question isn't it if the son of god was incarnated today uh, had a blank sheet of paper in front of him and would say well we're going to start a sports ministry Movement. Which categories of sports people are we going to begin with? And mm-hmm. uh, I, I really believe that the Lord would have His people involved in every level of sport. You know, I'm not saying that uh, we shouldn't be involved in ministry with elite, able-bodied. For sure, we must be in there. But I, I, I think there's something we observe in the earthly ministry of our Lord, who uh, who seemed to begin His ministry with the marginalized, with those mm-hmm. who perhaps were overlooked, those mm-hmm. who were perceived to be 
felt uh, left out. Yeah, left out, arguably, uh, possibly demonstrating physical or intellectual weaknesses. And mm-hmm. But he seemed to have a special heart and a special love for them. And um, I think it's interesting just to theologically perhaps pose a question, something like this, Ken, you know, do we... Do we see more of the values of the kingdom of God when we play with each other as opposed to playing against each other? Mm-hmm. That raises interesting questions yeah. in, in my mind. I'm, uh, I know that you can with play... each other versus against each other. We yeah. we kind of saw that at the Special Olympics event yeah. Yeah. on Saturday, yeah. where uh, yeah. you know a player would fall down or whatever, and somebody from their team would help them up. Yeah, and yeah. they'd yeah. laugh, and they'd even celebrate together too when yeah. a goal was scored on the other team. They yeah. still were yeah. joyful and ha- happy about that. Yeah. Is uh, that and, what you're talking about? Yeah, I, I wouldn't want your hearers to misunderstand me. I still believe that you can play elite competitive sport mm-hmm. and still glorify God through that. You know, That's right. through your attitude when, when you win, when you lose. I'm, I'm not saying that elite competitive sport should be you know off the off the radar, off the board for us as Christians. We we can practice our sports at the highest level and we can honor God through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we must be in there, you know, God's people must be salt and light in that world as well. And, uh, but I think that we equally have to be in other forms of sport, sort of non-competitive recreational sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think we do see deeper into the heart of God when we, when we look at sports where people play with each other rather than against each other. Mm-hmm. So I, I see something of God's heart when I look at, a mixed ability rugby match and I see uh, a sighted, shall we say, a sighted winger helping a uh, a blind centre playing mm-hmm. rugby. This, mm-hmm. I see something of the heart of God there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, we've got to be in all spheres of sport. We've got to be salt and light there and right. shining our lights for Jesus, you know, whether yeah. it's all ability sports or uh, able-bodied sports. Yeah, I think as you're talking there, it reminds me too of... Uh, being thankful and grateful for our opponents because without the opponents we wouldn't yeah we wouldn't have anybody to to play yeah amen yeah. thursday night or next saturday or whatever yeah. and so i think it, it but what you're talking about goes beyond that yeah and uh i think sometimes uh the ministry sometimes sports ministry can be uh, tainted by the the world's way of thinking you know and the scripture says man looks on the outside god looks on the heart and so much of secular sports culture is sort of celebrity, yeah, celebrity worship, right. you know, elite, elite uh, celebrity sportsmen. We worship, we idolize them. And, and maybe the Lord just wants to uh, course correct us a little bit by saying, well, come come down and look at look at sport at a different level and, and mm-hmm. see how it's played at this level and see how my heart and my love for people is reflected in, right. in that form of sport as well. So um, I, I find that often... Uh, elite athletes can have their hearts uh, gentled and touched and softened by exposure to other forms of their sport. Right. So I remember when I was chaplain with the uh, Ospreys professional team, sometimes we used to have some players who their sporting prowess was unquestioned. They were going for the top, but the coaches would say they they had a terrible heart attitude, mm-hmm, terribly, terribly proud, and their character mm-hmm. was very prideful. and. Uh, often we used to pair them up for a day with a, one of the wheelchair athletes and it would somehow gentle them. I think that's a good good theological term, Ken. It would gentle mm-hmm. their hearts, soften them, mm-hmm. uh, and allow the Spirit of God, even though they weren't believers, just to, to to round off those sharp edges of their moral character so they become a little bit more empathetic to mm-hmm. others. Yeah. So um, I think there's a, there's a lot of crossover, a lot of cross-fertilization that uh, the able-bodied sporting world and the 
uh, all ability world, they could benefit from each other, you know? Right. Well, you know, in sport across the world, it's like, like you said, there's the, the great athletes are celebrated, almost worshiped. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's not what the Lord intended for mm -hmm. that. And, and sometimes we find ourselves saying, boy, if so-and-so just became a Christian, I'll just think about what, mm. you know, think about what they could do for the Lord, you know, yeah. or if yeah. she, you know, this female athlete could, if they were just a believer. And so I, I don't know, those are some of the things I'm thinking about as yeah. you're, as you're talking there. So, yeah. and describing that, well, I know that there's some, you know, some, there, there's some great scripture that you've been sharing with us in your time here and anything that just really is impactful from the Lord's word that's really spurred you on in, in this journey and this adventure. Yeah. There's, there's the verse in, in Genesis chapter one, I think it's verse 31 that says God saw all that he had made and it was very good. And, uh, you know, as I interact with athletes who have got a congenital disability, people who've been born, born with a disability, you know, congenital comes from the word Genesis, our very first book in our yeah. Bible. And, those individuals who from their earliest days have had a disability and how they've overcome their uh, the challenges that comes with that, it's been inspirational. And also that verse tied in with the verses in Psalm 139, and I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. Now, the word of God is the word of God for all people and not just for some of us. Mm -hmm. And to be able to help people with disabilities um, come to see that, themselves as actually made in the image of God, loved right. deeply by them, although perhaps physically appearing different, yeah. but yet fearfully and made in the, in the mystery and the sovereignty of God's creation, that he loves them and that something of his image, the, the imago Dei is found in people regardless of their outward appearance. Uh, their heart is known and, and, and formed by God from their earliest days. You formed me in my mother's womb, mm -hmm. says the scriptures. And, you know, there's a mystery involved in that why in, in some ways uh, God creates people with um, differences, different abilities, different physical appearances and intellectual capacities. And we have to humble ourselves, I think, and acknowledge the mystery and sovereignty mm -hmm. of God in creation. Uh, but it's uh, clear from God's word, as I understand it, that uh, God loves deeply every human yeah. being that's that's been born. And uh, certainly disability is... It's not a curse from God. It's just another way of being human. Right. Yeah. I uh, I know my wife and I were moved there at real time when we watched the video that Tristan had made. Tristan is on uh, staff with FCA yeah. in Ohio, mm -hmm. and they actually hosted a uh, and put on a all ability FCA camp. First one, first all first abilities one, FCA yeah. camp. Yeah. Uh, last summer, mm -hmm. and boy, it just that video um, just struck. Uh, a chord in my heart, you know, uh, just uh, um, the opportunity to explore, which I think is one of the reasons you're sitting across from mm -hmm. me right now. And, and it was an incredible opportunity to have you with our FCA staff here and uh, to, you know, look at the opportunities that maybe God has in front of us to partner with a, maybe a local organization to help yeah. out yeah. Uh, where they need, where they need volunteers um, ways that we can share Jesus' love in yeah. some practical ways. Yeah, I'm super excited, Ken, to have connected with you and your team, and to, you know, to marvel at how just how uh, 
how, how different FCA might look in a few years where you may have team members who have a disability of some sort but whose whose gifting is being used even in the heart of local FCA teams and yeah. so uh, you know I praise God for FCA for their honesty and willingness to uh, to explore something that uh, perhaps in their past they, they hadn't and so yeah. yeah I give thanks to God for praise the FCA God you're leadership. right yeah. yeah well man it's just been a uh, a blessing, a rich, rich blessing from the Lord to have you here in Idaho. I know we've been eating some different kinds of food, yeah. foods you might be familiar with, some you <laughs> from different than whales, but uh, uh, anxious to hopefully maybe my wife and I can get over there and visit you and yeah, Sarah over there someday. We'd love to have you, Ken, and I'm grateful for the sweet fellowship we've enjoyed. And uh, yes. yeah, thank you for your interests and for your passion. And uh, I think it's just the beginning, my brother. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Well, well, folks, we've been visiting today with Steve Jones, who a uh, former pastor in Wales and who now is a FCA international partner with 360 Ability Sports. And uh, um, if you've uh, if you're interested at all with uh, what we've been talking about, right, Steve, mm-hmm. uh, you can get in touch with us or I can get you in touch with Steve. Mm-hmm. So you can get in touch with me at fcaidaho.org and uh uh, I can either email or text or there's a little form on there or you yeah, can yeah. give me a call and I'll get you in touch with Steve. And if you're um, interested to talk and pray about maybe some, maybe there's some opportunities out there. You know, we talked in the last episode about finding a need and filling it mm-hmm. and praying to the Lord and say, Lord, how do you want to use me? And, uh, and you, you described that and that's the, the story that God had on your life, Steve. Mm-hmm. So, uh, folks, if, uh, Man, it's been great to to have you here, Steve, and thanks for being on Heart of the Athlete today. Uh, thank you, Ken. I'm going to leave you with a Welsh word. simply means blessing. Uh, Bendithion. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for the Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.